You can put your hand down. It hurt. Oh, we're just missing <laughs> a big hurts. three. Man, we should have had a giant three on the wall. I know, man. There's something, something, something like about 33. I said that it's was like the year code. Christ was crucified. And oh, then we that? realized we're trying to keep the show light, so I'd want to bring it up. But now you've said it. Yeah, 33 is the biggest yeah. birthday for, like, especially Latino populations. Oh, you made it. That's a way to uh, really bring a room down. Well, why don't we bring it back up with a nice little toasty? All right. What do you got there, son? Oh, a little lemon water. Lemon water by my re- my recommendation. Lift. Separate my lips. Mm. Oh, baby, honey. Mm. Oh man, that's like a honeydew melon. Well, you ever had a honeydew melon? Or have you ever had a honeydew day? If you were married, you'd know what a honeydew day is. Uh, yeah. We're we're uh, we're entering into the uh, the 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 official um, Thanksgiving window. Yeah, we are. And now we're going to be, and then soon the uh, it's you're the, right. It's, it's coming on holiday window. Well, I was talking about honeydew day. How about a honey don't? Ready? All right.
Monday morning you don't look right You've been out Painting the town Uh-uh, baby, been stepping around But uh-uh Well, honey, don't Again, with no nod at, at, at the ending. I didn't know that was going to happen. Was I mean, are we doing this together yeah. or what? Oh, come on, man. That's better than most of your terrible endings. Chris? Yes. Come on! Come on, on man! Man, you had one bleeping job. <laughs> oh, just keep it G. Keep it G. So I have room to slip down to PG. Oh. 13. Like kind of a little country uh, country ditty. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I, I'm gonna play a song. This is the very first Johnny Cash song I ever heard, but it wasn't by Johnny. It was by Ricky Nelson, and I found out that Johnny Cash wrote this for him. He co-starred with John Wayne. Ricky did in a movie called Rio Bravo. It's a very famous. Yeah, Western. I remember that movie. And Ricky played kind of a you know a young cowpoke gunslinging kid. You know, wasn't was Dean a, Martin in that? I don't remember. Wasn't he kid? He might have been. Yeah, he was like the he was the drunk <coughs> the drunk guy who who needed to reform himself. But anyway, uh, so he, he wrote this. He wrote it for Ricky, right. and then of course at the last minute they cut it from the film. But Ricky recorded it on the second album. It's called Restless Kid. <laughs> Gonna leave this bad land and ride off 
I think, um, what was the guy that, you know, hey, the Reed McCoys, he was in that. Uh, oh, Luke McCoy, you he, mean uh, Richard Crenna? Yeah, he, he was. He might have been. He was. Wow. Yeah. I love cowboy songs. I'd love to do more of them. I, they get in and tell that story. I mean, it's just like, that's a whole movie in that song. What an you know? amazing song. I man. know. It's just, <laughs> just, I, I'm sure, you know, Johnny Cash, it's like he was probably 30 years old when he Yeah, the extended phrases up. and just, just the writing, it's just, it's just so, it's so heavy, dude. I know. I, I mean, for all of his accolades, I still consider Johnny Cash underrated. It's like, as a songwriter, it's like... Right, he's more known for being the personality. Yeah, than I think really, his personality yeah. overshadowed a lot of his, you know, great entertainer, obviously, and performer, persona. Yeah, the icon, the icon. Yeah, and the country thing, music, yeah. you know, the rebel, the outlaw. But it's like, my God, like, his songwriting was peerless. And his peerless. his vocal performances were Yes, stellar. always, always lived inside it. Even a, even a song that was mediocre, he was able to, you know, give it. You know, he, like, a lot of, when you go back to his older stuff, like, you know, like that Nat King Cole stuff that we were seeing on TV, you know, the stuff that yeah. was just ahead of the curve, what was it? It was 50s, mm -hmm. late 50s stuff. You look at it and you're like, man, you know, they were really at their peak. Yeah. These young guys, you know, with this super intense talent. And it was just ahead of that real broad, you know, media thing. Um well, a lot of it had to do with the technology of the fact that you had to be good or be gone. You know, I think multi-track recording, as it has expanded over the decades, it's to the point now where the technology gives you so many easy ways out of a great performance and into, you know, creating it gradually and over time. You know, it's more like painting. And it's like in those days, you show up, you sing... You nail it. It's like you bring all your talent right there, right, every time. Yeah, they didn't have any excuses why they had to, like, take forever to do something. And they there was just, no time They to. just dropped what they were doing and made the time available. Well, yeah, no recording. You know, there was no home recording. It's like reco studio, recording studios were expensive. Right. Time yeah, is money. Yeah, and these days, studios that are in home are essentially just totally free. There they, were they don't no even need to be paid for. There were no space bar musicians. <laughs> anyway, um... That was when it was serious, you know. It was like these days. No, you, and if you got a one studio in your house, it's like it's like nothing. You don't even people don't even need to drop what they're doing to make any time. One microphone, and everybody just acts as their own compressor and gets further away from it. All right. Well, <clears throat> here's a, here's a record that Look was made. <laughs> this oh, is a Bruce yeah. Spencer request.
you know why I, I suggested that? It's because I love to hear you do Johnny Cash and Neil Young. Wow. You're, you're so good at it. Well, gosh, man, that's a huge... Those are big shoes to fill right there. Um, all right. Yeah, you could kind of do a Cash and Young tribute. Mike Rowe does Cash and Young. Like Cash and Old. <laughs> or, or no, Broken Old or Cash and Young. Broken Canadian. You could cash in on your Cash and Young, Mike. Oh, man, this is... We are slipping down a slippery. <laughs> well, speaking of old, I'm going to do a very old record that uh, many of you have heard over the years. Sometimes it shows up on the oldies station. There was a group called the Left Bank, and they were the precursors to, they called it Baroque Pop. So I would put them as precursors to the Bee Gees, not the disco era Bee Gees, but the very Baroque era. I would put them as a precursor to Prague because in order to get to Prague, you had to bring strings in and have a classical, neoclassical, pseudo-classical sort of something going on. And these guys were young. They were kids. It's like moody blues-ish kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. In a way. And these guys were young. I mean, the guy that wrote this song was 16 when he wrote it. Wow. I wrote it about some girl that was hanging around the studio that was, the, I guess, the girlfriend of the bass player in his band. These guys were all in their late teens, early 20s. This girl named Renee, right? And uh, he just was crazy about it. And he sat and wrote this thing, which is like a, it's like a sonnet. You know, it's like this has been a, a song of unrequited love for how many generations now? This record's six, you know, 55 years old at least. And it's like all she was was some chick, you know, who happened to be there. You know, it's just like I love reading the history of these songs because, you know, they're, you hear them and you get so romantically involved in the story, but you find out that it came from a rather mundane situation that any one of us could have been in, you know. But I can't imagine at 16 writing something like this. Let's see about Try this again. Something something went wrong. There it is. See, it's it's these tricky chords. Okay, so let's try it again. Let's One, try it again. Two, three, go. Okay, so there's that. Yeah, there's that. Okay. Okay, let's go. Everybody. Everybody. One, two, uh, hold on. Let's get everybody together. You guys with us? Okay, yeah, let's hit it. One, two. Chris, hold on. Chris Harrelson. That's right. Chris might join in. Do you want to do you want to kazoo this intro? <laughs> uh, 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 with a little right. kazoo. Oh boy! Okay, All right. Okay. One, two, three, and.
tune man that's a, a retribution or we could have probably used a third uh a third eye like, well yeah like that could be a caca or a a caca lack yeah a, we'll a, do it or again. a gregory i would love to do that again and they have another one called pretty ballerina which is even cooler than i'll do this the one. other part a different time i didn't prep. remember do you remember pretty ballerina i remember both those songs yeah. i mean don't walk away renee is my well you sounded pretty favorite songs i mean ever. you sounded pretty good this time well, well, that was a good start, a good start to opening that whole world. I mean, if you're suggesting that you should have sang it, that's probably true, because if Maybe there's we one... should yeah. do this on the Chris show. Yeah, if there's one thing we know... And then we can uh, have really... other things... Uh, <laughs> yes, learn other the things, things uh... I said. Uh... So, so is the Chris show, like, is, is, that, a, is that during the Christmas... Time I don't know when segment. we whenever well we, get we need to, to it. get it together as soon as we can. It's there's obscure songs I and I understand right. people need a prep. There's some learning curve, maybe a rehearsal. The, yeah, the, that would be something. The it? learning swerve. It's the Christmas learning show. Swerve. Do you know any swerve it's driver? The, yeah, there we go. <laughs> we'll <do that. laughs> One of my favorite band names of all time. That is a great name, Swerve Driver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked Pavement. You were you into Pavement? I liked them as well, yeah. All these 90s sort of <clears throat> weird bands. So, speaking about weird bands, you know, I think we might qualify as a weird 77? band. 77? Yeah, no, no, just, band. no, just this band we're doing oh. right here, the, the Coronasphere Project. You know, I don't know. It's 133 shows, and I don't know that we've ever used the word project to describe or, what we're Or doing. that this is a band. Yeah, we've never used that. Even that. Or a project. What is it? I think it's an event. <laughs> it's an ongoing event. Well, this is another record from very early childhood. I had this by a guy named Tennessee Ernie Ford. 
he had an album called Spirituals. My parents played it over and over and over, so it had a big impact on me. And I didn't know that this song came from the 20s. You know, people think that Hank Williams wrote it, but he didn't. He recorded it. So we're going to do his kind of bluegrass version of it. It's called When Do- when, when, Do- when Doy Dot a Dasket Ball. The Him Show. <laughs> That's right. When God dips his love in my heart. Okay. in here I and know, stuff. I know. We well, need to do an all-bluegrass show. Yeah, we should. Oh, man. We should get up. Uh, Put it on the list. We should get Sean over here. 
and uh, the charlatan. Yeah, and and uh, well, Gregory would do it. Well, we could get both. We could get Gregory on another acoustic and Sean on the mando, and we could have, have ourselves a, a bluegrass hoedown. Are you going to widen the room? <laughs> we'll, well figure it out. Yeah. Well, if we just do that, maybe I don't even have to have drums on that one. We could get the they don't drums have drums out of here, and everybody could stand around one mic and do it real legit bluegrass. Well, that might Rana be. Omni. You know, what would be really cool would be to just do like do a show that we just record around the mic in here and like shoot it in black and white or whatever. That would and, be fun. And have just really do a really nice presentation of straight up yeah. bluegrass stuff. Well, you know, let what? us there's... know if you think that would be a good yeah, idea. Yeah, if you guys want to hear that, that'd be great because there's no lack of material. It's like I could come up with three of those instantly and yeah. still have hundreds of songs left. That would be very and classic. It, and if you really want to, this is the way we can. Make that yeah, happen. yeah. Well, let's, let's make it happen. Check out the incentives available. When what you are the? Let us yeah. Uh, what? Are, what would you say we're about to do right now, Chris? What would you call it? The gift show promises something for everyone. Some bluegrass. Around only one single microphone. <laughs> wow. Wow. That was quite a I don't know what to moment. say after that, except <laughs> paypal.me slash M-I-C-R-O-7-7-S. And uh, I want to bring this up again. I'll make it brief. Uh, when you, if you give to pay, uh, through PayPal, do not call it a service. Uh, just make it a friends and family, gift, whatever, because if you say that you're paying for a service, they ding your bank and ours both, and it's needless. That means they just get all this money that, that you know, we're supposed to get, and, you, and they take it from you as well, which, is, which really sucks. So just straight across, if you like Venmo, at M-I-C-R-O-7-7-S, a way to avoid all of this tomfoolery is to write a big fat check to 77's Limited, Write that on the envelope, P.O. Box 1441, Citrus. Like attracting fruit flies. Heights. Like the larva on the ceiling. <laughs> California, 95611. Boy, he, for being absent on, you know, one of these shows way back when, you definitely have made up for that absence that you I did. had a recent infestation from a bag of oatmeal. I was going to say, that seems a bit kind of... It's a little graphic. Self-divulging. Corona sphere. Are you saying? Well, I, I mean, I know Halloween was last week. All right, well, week, look, so, you've opened the can of worms. We I wanna, or the can of flies. Uh, I want to no. hear about this, this infestation. Did the, you leave the, some oatmeal? The bag of, the, or the, the container the, of flies. Did you leave it so too long in your pantry? It just, I, I didn't know where these things were coming from, and I found this bag, and it had holes in it, and then I saw, uh, anyway. It was, it was, uh, I won. Uh, hey, guess what? Winning. 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 <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> we have we're going to start this thing called the Rip Show, where and we've been doing. We it. are. We've been doing it. It's the Riff. Is well, it's it the part riff of our. Riff? It's, it's part the, of our show that we're now going to formalize with a title. No, it's it's the the Rip Show. No, no it's not the Rip Show. It's, it's not. It's, no, it's the Riff. Um, the riff, 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 Raff. 
No, no. What, what did I? What did I call it? <laughs> it was like, yeah, but it was yeah. riff, rip, some, riff, rip. Some, hey, we'll yeah, figure it out. Yeah, we'll yeah, figure yeah, it out. Something to do with the something to do look with it up. The, the riff. Where people yeah. steal things from. Well, what it really comes down yeah, to is we it? are we are examining. Let's put it in a positive light. <laughs> Too many ideas let's, flowing. Wait, man. let's put it in the positive light. We are examining the folk tradition, okay? Because in the folk tradition. <laughs> Ideas flowed like water. No one, you know, there wasn't copyright. That came later as music became a big business. But in the folk days, someone would make up a song or they heard it somewhere down by the creek up the river and then they sang it to grandma and then Mima sang it to her kids and changed it and added something she heard in church. And then someone else, you know, it goes on and on. It's like spoken word. Exactly. It's oral tradition. Folk like, tradition, very similar. Like... Like uh, biblical stories. Yeah, Bible stories are that way. I don't want to get in there. <clears throat> All right, so... <laughs> Why not? The other week, we played Ripple by the Grateful Dead, which I always... I thought it was a hymn. I thought it sounded like some Christian, old Christian song. All right? So so I was... Uh, week before last, we had it on the show, and I was reading the comments afterwards that some of you said, and someone put... That sounds like Because He Lives by Bill Gaither, the great gospel songwriter. And I'm going, so I went and checked out Because He Lives, because I've, I've heard that song for 50 years. And I'm going, oh my gosh, it's Ripple. So I did a Wikipedia uh, search on Ripple, and they said, it is said that Ripple resembles the gospel song Because He Lives. However, Because He Lives was released a year after the dead put out American Beauty. So that means... There's no way Garcia would have heard that. There's no way I think that Gaither would have heard it. Then I went deeper and found out that there's other songs that resemble Ripple. So what we're going to do is uh, I'm going to play this Gaither tune because we're in the middle of the M show. Uh, next week, maybe, I'm going to drag out that other tune, and you're going to get to hear Ripple in all of its glory coming from so many different directions. All right. Yeah. It's a great old gospel tune now. Because no, no. Okay. because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear is gone. Because I know who he holds the future. Just because he lives, God sent his son. They called him Jesus. He came to love, heal, and forgive. He bled and died to buy my.
Beautiful song. Mm, wow, I'm I am determined now to find the origin of this melody. I think that a lot of these melodies are similar um, in early gospel music from the 20th century. So I'm I'm committed now to finding the taproot of of that. I, I mean, it's a sing songy thing. It's children sing, you know. And uh, what, what what's going on? Are what, what's happening right now? Clock's running out, buddy. Oh! oh. Tune in North Kakalaki. Yeah! Oh, here right. we coming, yeah. coming in. Coming in strong. Yeah. Skip that right there? Well, I don't know. We could. Yeah, let's pull it. <laughs> yeah, let's pull it. We'll do it next Wait, week. What you pulling? Right. Okay. Come on, We got man. too many, too many <laughs> hymns today. Mark, what are you doing, buddy? Just a living and a breathing, man. That's it. Well... You know, the show just takes a turn as soon as you walk in the room. We won't say what kind. <laughs> we got to play that song. What's that? You walk in the room. Well, yeah, we've played it on the show, but not for a long while. We, we need to go back to that thing called our music at some point. Sure. <laughs> but until then... Their music. Let's do some music we don't know and that... <laughs> I'm somehow Why supposed not? to be able to do. Oh, well, I think you know this one. This is a pretty common, pretty... <laughs> it's just it's just my my throat, my singing is, is possibly suspect on this. Are you going to struggle? This might be... A, you, you don't need my help. I think you can do it. I'll try. I you give me you a can do you this. Give me that. You give me that. You can do it. That stuff in there. Oh, you want my stuff? I got the stuff. Oh, no, no, no. I just mean you sing the... No, no, you sing the, the background. stuff? Oh, the harmony? <laughs> yeah, yeah. On the chorus? Yeah. Is that the key? Yes. Yeah! <clears throat> All right, start... Set that rhythm. Yeah. Set that rhythm, man. Lean that in, Mark. All right.
for it. That's an old one. I know, man. It's like you get in there. Brutal, man. Becker's rolling in his grave. I'm I'm, I'm recovering from the, you know, as you can hear. I mean, I've I've got it in the sinuses. Yeah, he's had some bronchial things. This is brutal. Now, the thing is. Having me do that, it's like, what kind of people are you? How many times have I had that? Where I'm croaking. My well, brain. I don't. I'm, I'm, that was. That was. Usually, you don't ever because that was. You're, t- that was terrible. It was fine. Bruce is working worse. on his Michael impersonation. Mm. Could have been. That could have been worse. <laughs> could have been worse. Mark. I liked it. I liked it. Thank you for Mark. Uh, did you like it? Oh, I did. I did. Well, thank you for your uh, <laughs> humble <laughs> servanthood. And and I, I guess is this it or we got a couple we got more? one a couple more um uh, so you know thinking back a few weeks to uh, our Robert Gordon tribute um, he has lingered in the air uh, a bit with us because I, I'm learning more and more about him I Mark knew a lot about him Mark was telling me um, recently that uh, Robert uh, hit the band that Mark was in opened for Robert Gordon and that Robert Gordon jumped on the stage during their set. Oh, yeah. Mark, remember yeah. that story? Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. <sighs> All right, let's do I this. I can't believe so he's we're going to do something man. that Robert Gordon yeah. recorded. Am I doing one of these? You can if you want. You just got to tell me which one. I'll do the first one. Okay. All right, here we go. Uh, Marshall Crenshaw tune. Some way, yeah, now. Some day, some way. Me 
Wheels <laughs> off. Oh my gosh. Well, nice <laughs> first verse on that. Wheels <laughs> off. I thought we were going to come back to Chris. I should have. I just man. I just tore right into him, man. Yeah. I'm sorry. I walked I, all I, I'm not I'm not at all he concerned was because a on the Chris show when it does on the manifest, Chris show he's going to get his. A, we're doing a few Marshall Crenshaw songs. Are we doing yeah. a Chris show, dude? I could see the dejected. He was look very oh come on! Too. Don't make me feel worse than I already do. <laughs> well, no, I was that, more dejected. I think that's impossible. It was because I found the wrong. <laughs> nah, <clears throat> I'll take onus. I just want to say that uh, I'm a big fan, and you're a big fan. I know Mark's a big fan, Bruce. I don't know. You know about he's a grown man. I'll tell you what that that uh the the bit um oh the Robert Gordon thing. yeah that was great man I you know I learned so much being around you guys you're such musicological geniuses we're here to fill in the gaps in your record collection ladies and gentlemen and hey, try we've to been you know hypo the whole record industry which is now just a bunch of songs floating in the air you yeah. just grab them for free yeah you pay ten dollars a month to some service and you can just but you can't get all of marshall's you can't. library oh that's you cannot you he's got a very very limited amount because he's a smart guy nice. i'll tell you what i watched the trio i have not watched any films of his trio from the early 80s it floored me how good if you want to see like three guys do pop i mean you know when three guys do rock you know, I think of a power trio. I think of hard rock, mm. blues, like what we do when we go play three-piece. Yeah. Those guys did a complete power pop presentation, all the parts, all the harmonies. Pretty somehow much. with the guitar and the bass, it's like I'm listening going, they don't need a fourth guy, but that's really rare in that kind of music. Yeah. And it's like, my gosh, they must have just played nonstop to get that tight. They really had it down, so... Well, I was quite impressed. I need to watch more of yeah, that. Gra and Graham Maybe, the bass player, w played with Joe Jackson as yeah. well. I was going to say that, that um, well, Joe Jackson added the extra voice, but the Joe Jackson's, that totally, when you were talking about that, I was thinking, I mean, they're, I was thinking they're, Joe they're Jackson's trio so was like that, that the guitar player and bass player. All that New York stuff in the late 70s, early 80s, it was pretty crazy. Yeah. And that's kind of like, you know, oddly, that's the uh, B-52s as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and maybe even uh, um, what's what's the other one? Talking Heads. Yeah. All right. Well, we hope you've enjoyed the show. Uh, you know, it's a it's a simple show. You know, it's a family show. It's a humble little gathering here, <laughs> and uh, we want to thank you for coming out again, as you always do. Can I sing some of this? I don't sure. Know. I, no, I, you know, listen to me. Listen to me trying to sing it. But I. <laughs> but this record was one of the early records that I bought when I was a kid. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, so this, is, this is my Ronnie Tut moment. Right. Well, he does a great yeah. job on oh, this. Yeah. And Jerry Chef, Mark, come oh, on, yeah. one of your favorites. Oh yeah. Uh, which verse do you want to take? Um, let me see. You want me to set the stage and you jump in? Let's see. Do we do? Um, We've done this song before. Do we go back and do the? There's verse, chorus, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, and I'm going out. So. Let me see. Oh, let me let me take it. I'll take the second half of the last verse. Let's do that. Second half. That's all. No, I'll take the second verse and the second half of the. Okay. Lord Almighty, feel my temperature rising. Set me on fire 
Burning love